Career Anchor Part 2 In Part 1 we review a story of the Ishan and Ibrahim about the journey they start, how they expected about the building services and what is they find in the building services and the main career anchor they have and at the end what is their question about the future of the building services. The same type of the question now we review with two other scholars, uh, Amin and Wish. Before starting, I have to say thank you to my friend Amin Hassanzadeh to providing the cover for this podcast. The first question for Amin about a career anchor and what is the first company he start and how he find this company and what is the impact of that company in his uh, opinion about the building services. Um, that's, that's, that's what, yeah, it's, it's actually very, very, very positive. Um, it was for a consultancy uh, based in London. Um, and at the time, we were really um, lucky in that uh, there was a lot of developments going on in London um, in various different sectors. So it was mostly based on commercial office. Um, uh, there was hotels there as well, um, less residential. There was, there was residential, but it was mostly concentrated in like really uh, high-end uh, specification um, residential. So mostly that's what I started to do, two to three projects um, at a time in, in, in different stages. Um, it was really intense uh, because, you know, you, you, when you haven't really done that much of it before, it was very specific, so you have to learn very quickly. Um, but it was, it was really good because it gave me the, the foundations of, I'd say, not just the construction, but just general development projects, how to, how to approach them um, and, and how to see them through all the way through to the final build and the construction. So it was really interesting doing all the, the, the concept designs in some of the projects I was involved in and then in, in other projects doing more detail. So the old Weaver uh, stage D and stage E, um, you know, on some projects, but then on other one, other projects, it was more concept stuff. So really helping the architects from the early stages uh, you know, of, of the brief. So um, uh, answering questions like, um, what a building? Uh, so um, do you need cooling? Do you need heating? Do you need, um, you know, the ventilation? And then what type of ventilation based on the site constraints? So um, if it's a listed building or if it's a new build commercial where you're not really that constrained, um, things like that. So coming up with high-level servicing strategies um, on one hand um, and then on some of the other projects, my mental was allowing me to get involved um, with, or wanted me to get involved with, was was more with contractors and actual installation. So it wasn't there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of uh, design and concept there. It was more just you know the design is already there. We just need to get it built. And the, I would say in in those two to three years um, of consultancy. It really gave me a really, really good foundation to um, to have a really good idea and to be able to deliver projects, um, you know, regardless of where 
um, we started on or where what type of project was so refurbishment um, commercial um, you know I've done some um, airport work as well so really I would say that early period of working in the consultancy was was really really informative to give you a really good idea of of how things worked in, in, in the in the construction industry in London and just generally I'd say globally as well um, it was really interesting the same question I asked from Wish and his approach is totally different by the I mean, from the starting and the career anchor, one of them from the consultant, one of them from the contractor, and they method as a background to how they expose to the building service is totally different. It's interesting to know what is the wish, a career anchor. I finished my university and I was uh, I was working. I was I was actually working in uh, with the main contractor. Uh, they're basically a small uh, small to medium sized uh, family sized uh, contractors. They do mainly um care homes uh apartments and stuff like that so i was literally just helping the qs i was assistant uh, project manager i was i go since i had a mechanical background they kind of pushed me it's like you know what this this is related to something that you've really studied certain things in terms of it wasn't really engineering related as such they it was more of a paper a paperwork based uh for collecting documents for briam from the consultants from the contractors uh, for a project which was based in uh, Woolwich. So yeah, I collected that information. At the same time, just to understand what I was doing, I kind of started going through the documents and uh, looked, at, looked, looked at it and it seemed interesting to me. So yeah, uh, I did that. Then after, when I finished my studies, and I, I, was, I was still working there for a couple of months. Then I went for an interview, a QA job. Yeah, I actually told them during my interview that uh, I've done this. I've studied uh, computational-aided engineering, and this is the experience I've got. Well, this is what I'm doing currently at my previous job. Yeah, from there, uh, they, they said, then I, and I told them during my interview that uh, I, I don't mind doing QA because the dis- job description that they gave me was a really vague job description. It actually, they actually, the job description was like more of a documentation type of thing. And I, and I told them that uh, during the interviews, like, uh, I don't mind doing this. At the same time, I want to move more into design. And at that time, the, my, the manager was interviewing me. He's like, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Get yourself, uh, familiarize yourself with different systems. Then uh, once, once you're familiarized with your systems, then you can move into the design team. When I moved into the design team, I was actually helping another engineer, another senior engineer who was working as a, a fire suppression engineer. He was mainly dealing with sprinklers, wet and dry riser systems uh, for various uh, residential and commercial projects. And since he was only one in the company who was doing that, so I, I kind of, he told me to help him. So I was helping in and out. I did that for about a year and a half. Uh, then I... I said, although I've, I've learned my fire suppression system, there was no progression for me. Then I actually moved to a consultant to uh, move on the more mechanical uh, elements side of it. So I, I did that for a couple of months. Uh, and yeah, then um, I had to, uh, due to the circumstances, I had to actually had to move back uh, to my previous firm. And... Over there, I learned so much of uh, 
um, mechanical elements in terms of how, how was the purpose of designing it. And actually working on, on a last project ma makes a huge difference rather than just relying on theoretical, um, just looking at, uh, just reading through a book and saying, oh, this is how the system is designed. Well, when you actually do a practical um, project, you actually find different problems that you face uh, on day-to-day -day basis and trying to resolve that, it's, 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 it's been a journey. I asked Amin and Vish about the study they did, about the university and what is the expectation they had in the university about the building services. Um, and generally mechanical engineering is considered the most uh, broad or the most diverse engineering degree um, there is. So fortunately, during, during the course um, at university, um, I got exposed to a lot of different um, disciplines within engineering, including construction, automotive, um, energy and, and power generation, um, renewable energy and sustainability, things like that. You know, basically they gave us a, a choice for every student or group of students to take a particular area and do their dissertation. And funnily enough, in my uh, dissertation, it was it was based on improving the energy consumption of an industrial building in in Switzerland, in Europe. So that's what that's what basically kind of I would say strengthened an interest I already had. Um, so renewable energy um, courses and modules. Um, you know, a lot of different um, workshops that we were attending, a lot of different assessments that we were doing of like existing buildings, the ones related to, to the construction side of things. Um, it, it was good when I had this opportunity to look at improving the, the energy um, utilization and consumption of, a, of an industrial building um, in Switzerland. So it, was, it, it, it wasn't like a, a two-week uh, uh, project. It, it ran about, I'd say, maybe a year. Um, so looking through all, all, all the consumption data, cost-saving measures, giving some uh, green introductions, so things like solar PV, you know, waste heat recovery, and things like that, where we looked at and basically uh, we, we done, we had the guys come over to London, their management team. We used to make a lot of presentations to them. So that's how yeah, and, 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 and not just that, but like because it was an industrial uh, site or premises, um, there was a lot of, you know, heavy machinery in there, you know, like um, manufacturing equipment, um, you know, uh, production lines and things like that that were in there. So it was quite a really heavy energy usage uh, uh, building. So it was interesting and it tied well with my course in general, mechanical engineering. So it, it was really interesting. but. I mean, as I went through right from the first year until about the fourth year of my studies, um, I was really interested in the in, in the in the in the, in the development um, side of things, renewable energy. So that's what initially strengthened, you know, my interest. And obviously, I, I, I had many friends. I had many friends that you know went off to work in different sectors, defence, automotive uh, areas like that. Um, but I, I uh, personally. Um, 
really enjoyed working in this in this sector. So that's where my focus was on um, for for um, my studies, really. Queen Mary University. So after I finished my um, my main MNG, uh, they gave me a scholarship to do an MSc uh, to do CA uh, Computational Aided Engineering. And on that one, uh, after I did after I was when I was working, I I kind of realized like this is something that I wanted to do in building services. So I I, I picked up modules related to building services. And although my degree wasn't a building services related degree, um, I took a modules which are related to building services because the, they had that flexibility. And once, yeah, so once uh, I did um, the computational, I did engineering, I did the modules like uh, heat transfer, uh, fluid dynamics, uh, renewable energy, which are the else one? Thermodynamics. Thermodynamics was part of the under, undergraduate course that I did, but um, they had uh, further thermodynamics uh, modules as well. Uh, and uh, so I, I started uh, picking up a few things from work. At the same time, tried to understand uh, what, uh, what basically tried to understand the theory of it in university. And for my finally a project uh, for my MSc, I did a uh, my project was based on solar solar heat water systems, and that's cause some, that's something that um, the that's one of the projects. What, the project that I was working in they had a similar system, so but I didn't really know the concept of it, of how or whether how they can be improved or stuff like that. With the sustainability project, uh, is a cause I've I've actually come from a developing country where they don't really have this kind of services. They, they do require the hot water services, especially in the, in the cold weather, in the cold weathers. But since they don't have the technology, they've actually not, uh, like not really explored that. And that's, that's one of the reasons of me taking the module at the same time as when I was working, like, you know what, that's something that if I, if, if I were to go back to Kenya, that's something that I could explore and that actually help other people. I asked Amin and Vish. The main question they have about the building services and the future of the building services, you can find interesting question they ask. Metering, where you know we we you need to meter everything. Um, at, at the moment, in most projects, the, the metering and the metering systems, they're you know they're, I would say they're quite light. Um, I think you know getting a bit more detail so you know exactly what the um, the energy consumption profile of individual zones um, is in real time and monitoring and adjusting the the engineering services equipment so that you're getting the best out of your your equipment and you're, you're constantly monitoring that um, I think is, is really important um, and obviously metering where you know we, we you need to meet everything um, at, at the moment in most projects the, the metering and the metering systems, they're, you know, they're, I would say they're quite light. Um, I think, you know, getting a bit more detail so you know exactly what the, um, the energy consumption profile of individual zones um, is in real time and monitoring and adjusting the, the engineering services equipment so that you're getting the best out of your, your equipment and you're, you're constantly monitoring that. Um, I think it's is really important.
for a comment that I would like to have for billing services for future, for the future generation and the future billing services is I think we need to have some sort of a portfolio of, um, of where, where everyone, like a library type of thing, where everyone can go to towards a main source. Because at the moment, I have noticed, and I think it was picked up by my colleague as well, uh, who mentioned that previously that everyone's got a different understanding of the same system. Typical, typical example, I, I can actually give an example on this as uh, when I was working as a fire suppression uh, engineer, there, there were two phases to the project. The first phase, um, so on the sprinkler side, they, they were actually using a specialist who's, who's, who's actually the, uh, predicted, when I say predicted, they've actually understood the standard. Do they understand? Well, they basically picked up a standard and say, okay, fine, this is what we need to design the system to. Uh, so on that, this, this is, the sprinkler standard actually mentions that the bathroom area, uh, basically bathroom area greater than five square meters, you need to put a sprinkler there. Uh, but when we designed the next phase of the same project, we use, we use another specialist contractor. And on that one, they say, you know what, For, we need to consider the whole bathroom area where you don't have to just uh, remove, because the previous subcontractor, what they did was they removed the bath area the bath, the bathtub area, and they said, "No, this is the floor. Uh, this is a bathroom area." And so then the next one, when the next uh, subcontractor came in, uh, they said, "You know what? No, we need to consider the whole thing." And this kind of made me think: is like the same standard, two different specialists. They've got a different understanding of the same standards. Like, okay, do we? So in future, I think that's something that uh, we need to uh, develop in terms of having common ground for everyone. And I'm sure this this is this is the only example that I've taken for uh, for the fire side of it, but I'm sure you, you've got a similar situation, or in a si similar like in ventilation as well. Everyone's got a different understanding 